Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 291. I remember back in my dieting days, I can see it now vividly, that ultimate low, that mental exhaustion, like I can't even make another decision, the physical exhaustion of just constantly being tired, constantly being hungry, and the emotional exhaustion, not feeling like I'm doing anything right, everything's going wrong in all different areas. At the time, I was teaching fitness classes in the morning, going to work full-time as a registered dietitian in the hospital, and then going to teach more classes in the evening or see one-on-one nutrition coaching clients at night, and then force myself to exercise. Today, we're going to talk about burnout, which looking back, That's definitely what I was experiencing. But burnout is a growing concern, specifically among women in their 20s and 30s, especially those like you who listen to Fit Friends Happy Hour who juggle multiple responsibilities. I did a very scientific survey on Instagram and 100% of you who voted, yes, (laughs) that you have experienced burnout. And what's interesting is that those of you who voted, many of you I know personally, you all are in totally different fields of work, different seasons of life. And so I think it's really important today that we discuss, number one, what burnout is, how does it affect women's health specifically, and ways to prevent and manage burnout during this pivotal stage of life, your 20s and 30s. You have a lot going on. Now, I do want to give a full disclaimer. I am not a mental health expert. I'm not a therapist. However, I am a registered dietitian who works with many women who experience burnout, who experience the weight stigma on a daily basis, who suffer from the mental, physical, emotional consequences of chronic dieting, of bad body image days, of overexercising, undereating. And so I think a lot of this topic really ties into that. So let's get into it. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. What is burnout? Burnout is essentially a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion. And it's caused by prolonged or you know, long-term periods or chronic stress. Burnout affects young women in their 20s and 30s, specifically who are juggling multiple responsibilities. Work, career, relationships, family, side hustles, and, you know, having something on the side as far as entrepreneurship or a hobby, lots of different things versus just, you know, back in the day, it used to be go to work, come home, that's it. 
or stay at home, manage kids, and that's it, right? Women these days, specifically in their 20s and 30s, there's a lot of pressure to be a lot of things in a lot of different areas in many different seasons of life. Women, again, are particularly at risk due to some of those societal expectations and pressures that can often lead to this imbalance between both work and personal life. Burnout can lead to a range of physical and mental health issues, including anxiety, depression, chronic illnesses. So how do I identify it? How do I know what I'm experiencing is actually burnout? We talked about chronic stress, right? Chronic stress and burnout can have serious consequences for both our physical health and our mental health. Number one, from a physical standpoint, it can actually weaken the immune system. It can lead to an increased risk of cardiovascular disease, other chronic health conditions, and contribute to, like we said, those mental health problems such as depression or anxiety. I know for me personally, and discussing with many clients and those of you on Instagram, that a lot of those signs and symptoms can look very similar to signs and symptoms of depression and anxiety. Some of the signs and symptoms of burnout in young women include feeling exhausted, that physical exhaustion, right? Of like your body just feels weak, mental exhaustion, maybe really irritable, maybe unmotivated, having difficulty concentrating or focusing. And again, some of those physical symptoms, such as headaches or even stomach or GI problems, can be a sign of burnout. When I asked you on Instagram to share some of your own experiences, some of you said mood swings, lethargy, getting sick a lot more, feeling easily frustrated, depressed, exhausted, no energy, no desire or motivation to do really anything. One of you said you were irritated at everything. Everyone and everything just made you really mad. Every task felt exhausting. One of you said my health started declining and I was just mean and snippy to everyone. And this one really stuck out to me. One of you said I felt like I was going through the motions daily, even with the things I once enjoyed. So why do we experience burnout? Like, how does it even happen? And I think particularly for this stage of life, there's so many feelings of imposter syndrome. There's this pressure to succeed in our careers. There's, you know, social media induced comparison, self-doubt. There's this, you know, you should be performing at work, but at the same time, you should also be finding a husband, maybe starting a family, you know. There's so many things just going through our brain on a constant basis. And ultimately, because of these pressures, there's a lack of, or there can be a lack of work-life balance. There can often be, you know, that desire to succeed, right? You're a listener of Fit Friends Happy Hour, so you're a high achiever, you're a go-getter. So maybe you struggle with perfectionism. Maybe you struggle with saying no to additional responsibilities because you're the type of person who is just, I can't, I'm a yes girl. I'm, I, I can do it. I want to do it. I want to prove to others X, Y, Z, or in my work, in my life. And so when we keep saying yes, our plates keep getting full and full and full until eventually there's a limit at some point. How does diet culture 
impact burnout. You know, this is something I really was thinking a lot about this week before recording because I think there is such, and I didn't find any, you know, studies necessarily, but I think there's such a correlation because I've been seeing it so much in practice, but also in friends, you know, acquaintances, other, you know, others of you in the Fit Friends Happy Hour community. But when we think about it, you know, diet culture, right? We know diet culture promotes thinness. It equates weight loss with health and success. And I think this alone, if you are still stuck in that diet mentality, if you are stuck in diet culture, this can have such a heavy weight, have such a heavy burden and contribute to burnout a thousand percent. We know that diet culture can lead to disordered eating. It can lead to body image issues. It can lead to that preoccupation with food and exercise, which if that's already taking so much of your brain space, think about the added stress of that, the added stress and anxiety on top of an already busy life. Women also feel that pressure to conform to those societal beauty standards. And this can lead to that low self-esteem, which again, going back to that comparison, that can contribute to burnout. Absolutely. Studies have shown that women are more likely to experience burnout than men and that they're also more likely to report symptoms of anxiety and depression. This is likely due to those demands of work, family life, as well as societal expectations and gender roles that can lead to an imbalance between work and personal life. Just recently, I was talking with a friend who, you know, was getting slack from men at work about adjusting her hours to to make appointments or to, you know, take care of her dog and things like that. And it's just, you know, is that a male female thing? I don't know, but I think there's definitely a contributor and I would be interested to hear your experience, especially in the workplace of how some of maybe these contributors to burnout impact you, how you see that showing up in your work life. And then when you come home as well. Another reason that women's health can be particularly affected by burnout is due to the hormonal changes that can occur throughout their lifetime, such as during menstruation, pregnancy, menopause. You know, chronic stress and burnout can actually disrupt the body's natural hormonal imbalance. So if you are somebody who is particularly sensitive to hormonal changes, you may feel those effects of what we talked about much faster or more severe than maybe a a man would just from a biological standpoint. So going back to diet culture, you know, when we couple this, this sensitivity to our hormones with overtraining, under eating, the impact that that can have on our hormones, you know, it's especially concerning. And so maybe depending on where you're at in your journey with food and fitness, maybe currently, but I want you to also maybe reflect on times where Maybe you've been stuck deeper in diet culture, and how was that impacting all the other areas of your life? How do I prevent it? Maybe you've experienced burnout before, and you recognize you're starting to feel some of those signs and symptoms. You're starting to feel discouraged, unmotivated, you know, all the things. How do you prevent it from happening again? Maybe if you've experienced it before, or if you're just... You don't like the sound of it. You don't want to experience it at all. God bless you. If you have never experienced it, it is horrible. It's not fun. And it's the chronic stress piece, right? So that word chronic, it's something that often it takes time, right? You're not going to get burnout from, you know, I'll use a fitness, a fitness coach as an example. 
a fitness instructor can sub for fellow employees who are maybe on vacation. And so they can maybe teach an extra 10 classes per week. And yeah, that week is exhausting, but they can recover. But if that same person, or maybe, you know, you have a coworker who's on vacation, right? You've had to cover them for them for that week. It's fine. You're exhausted, but then you get over it pretty quickly. But imagine if that same coworker was out and you were doing, you know, working double duty for months on end, that is maybe a better way to kind of think about the timeline. But at the same time, I don't think there is a specific timeline. If you feel these signs and symptoms, if you feel a certain way, if you're not feeling well, that's enough. You know, you don't have to have a timeline or a diagnosis, or you don't have to fully understand it in order to take steps to prevent and manage what you're experiencing. It's really important, number one, to prioritize self-care and to find ways to manage our stress. This can look like setting boundaries. It can look like finding ways to relax and unwind and ultimately seeking that support when it's needed. It's also important to be aware of those signs of burnout and take the steps to address it before it becomes a more serious problem. The other night I took a class, a postpartum class, and I just thought it was so fascinating talking about, I'm sure we'll do another episode on this, but talking about, you know, the difference between baby blues or something that women experience, you know, it should be for a few days, few weeks, uh, postpartum, but many women will, you know, talk about their experience and say, oh yeah, I had baby blues for six months. And the speaker, the educator was talking and saying, that's not baby blues. You know, that is postpartum depression. That's something different. And she went on and on, you know, talking about mental health and, and pregnancy and postpartum, but it was really interesting. Kind of the, the takeaway at the end was really like, you have to educate yourself now. You have to recognize the signs and symptoms now to address it and to, like I said, prevent it before it gets more serious. So women in particular, you in particular, you can prevent burnout by setting some realistic expectations for yourself. What does that look like? That's a question only you can answer, only you know how to prioritize self-care. What does that look like shifting around in your schedule? What does it look like to you to create a healthy work-life balance, to create those healthy work-life boundaries? Some strategies might include, you know, practicing mindfulness. Maybe you are in a season where it's difficult to make changes. It's difficult to quickly set boundaries. So maybe you can start by just being more present, being more mindful about your schedule, eating lunch away from your desk, giving yourself a little bit more margin where you can breathe, maybe taking breaks throughout the day. But also going back to that physical standpoint, are you prioritizing sleep? Are you prioritizing exercise? Maybe your expectations for exercise need to shift. Maybe you've always looked at self-care with exercise as I have to go to the gym five days per week. Maybe that shifts during the season to walking for 30 minutes, three times a week and stretching the other two days. When we're experiencing chronic stress, I can tell you right now, more physical stress in the form of exercise. Exercise is a form of stress, period. That's that's what we do. You, you put stress on the body in order to see results or changes. But when you are doing high intensity, high impact, that only leads to increased cortisol. And if you're already suffering from chronic stress, let me tell you right now, yes, there are some days where 
you know, punching something, jumping up and down feels good. But if you're in a state of chronic stress, I can tell you right now that is not what your body needs. Women can also manage burnout by seeking support from friends and family, practicing stress management techniques such as deep breathing, meditation, but again, seeking professional help when you need it. If you think you need it, you probably need it. Now, if you're hesitant to seek professional help, let's just get it out there. Let's get rid of the stigma. Let's get rid of the lack of resources. I want you to put your big girl hat on right now and recognize that you're smarter than that. You are more confident than that to ask for help because that's what smart people do. We ask for help. We go to the experts. And you have this thing that you're probably listening to this podcast on right now. It's like your phone and it's like a mini computer in your hand. You can Google so many resources. We're going to link to some resources in the show notes as well. But there's things out there. There's online support groups. There's mental health hotlines. You know, there's our Fit Friends community where you can reach out for support as well. I can tell you right now, if you're experiencing what we're talking about, you are absolutely not alone. When I asked on Instagram, what help has helped you? to manage burnout or when you, you know, you identified you were in it, how did you actually take the next steps to change? Uh, one of you shared that you found a new job, really a new boss that gave me space to breathe and less work. You know, it's okay to, to recognize and to admit I need less work. This is too much. This is too much. You know, I think we are in a different space in this, the time of this recording of like, what we can handle, right? What's the norm and what's realistic to get done in 40 hours a week. Another one of you, my former clients actually said getting back to the basics. And I think what she meant by that was stop overcomplicating things. What are my basic self-care needs that are not being addressed? You know, am I going to bed waking up at a regular hour? Am I eating three meals and snacks? Like what are like the basic human needs that I need to do that I'm just completely ignoring? One of you said you talk with your partner, take a shower, have alone time. I think that's a great example of setting those boundaries of prioritizing self-care, alone time, you know, shower. Like that sounds so silly, but I think about that too. When I'm super stressed, I will pause and be like, Katie, when's the last time you washed your hair? Like, have you bathed today? I know that sounds crazy, but I know some of you listening are like, yeah, girl, go like relax and take a shower. Go paint your nails. Go, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. Turn off the doom scroll and go to bed. Another one of you said that you prioritized changing the bad. So it was like new job, check. Mental health, check. Let me, let me schedule that appointment with a the therapist, check. Let me get back on an exercise routine, a movement routine that I enjoy. Check. But this is my favorite response of taking time to learn about yourself so you can protect your peace is key to not burning out, in my opinion. I, I love that. I could not agree with that more. And I'm currently, you know, really thinking a lot about this as I head into, gosh, my due date is coming up in two months and recognizing right now, physically, I'm physically exhausted. I am working full time. I am running my private practice. I'm doing the podcast and doing a lot of things. And I'm already just starting to, because I've done the work, because I have experienced burnout in the past, I know myself. And so for me, it's really understanding what is the season that I'm in? 
what can I handle right now? But also what's my plan for offloading, you know, this, this plate, because I know this is temporary and that gets me through, but what is it going to look like? What's my plan in the next few months? Because I know this isn't sustainable because I know from my history, I can only add so much more to my plate. Adding a child is going to take up a big chunk of that plate. What's my plan? What's my key steps to prevent it in the future, to take off my plate? And right now for me, that might be lowering my expectations. That means movement looks differently in this season of life. That means meal prep looks differently in this season of life. So just giving yourself permission that it can change. You know, what worked for you in the past might not work for you now. And that's okay. That's okay because you're changing. That's that's a good thing, actually. That means you're growing. That means you're evolving. So I want you to understand, I hope you walk away from this episode recognizing how serious of an issue burnout is. I want you to pause and reflect on how you're feeling. Like, really, how are you? How are you feeling? What do you need? Understand that you're important. Your health matters. Your mental health matters. Your physical health matters. You're at higher risk because of who you are and the type of person that you are. And that sucks, but it is what it is. But you're not alone. And by being here, you're taking action of next steps. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you being here today. I appreciate you ditching that stigma and like having these hard conversations because it's not always fun to ask for help. It's not always fun to go, yeah, I'm in the suck right now and I feel stuck and I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. And I, I feel like a failure. Insert, insert whatever feeling that you feel right now. But just know that, you know, in a valley, there's always a hill, right? There's always a peak on the other side. So prioritize your health and wellness. Know that seeking help is a sign of strength, not weakness. And we got your back here at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.